What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Man, the news just keep getting better. The seasons just keep getting stronger as we come to an ending of the NFL season. I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about football and boxing because there's a lot to be said. One... Like I talked about yesterday, you know, a lot of coaches are in the hunt right now. And now, at the top, the second part of the list, you know, there's Jim Harbaugh at the top. And then now, Bill Belichick is out there. Um, I read where they said they part ways. It seems though Robert Kraft wants to go into a different direction with the Patriots, you know, get out of the limelight of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And rightfully so, Bill Belichick has been there in 24 years, been to the Super Bowl like six, what, like almost 10 times. Won a division like 20 times. Yeah, it's time for a new change. And um, I think, you know, they have the strongest owner to coach relationship out of everybody because Bill over exceeded expectation. And I'm pretty sure Robert Kraft did not see this coming. Nobody saw this coming. The same way nobody saw Tom Brady being who Tom Brady was. And I'm going to give some props to Tom Brady. As I as I look more into who he is, he is the definition of a great player. Because not only each and every year he added something to his game, but he stayed consistent. Yeah, he was finagling and stuff like that, but you know, Tom Brady gonna be Tom Brady, but the guy represents what great football is and he's playing homage to a lot of people that came before him and he's also reaching out to some of the rookies. Like he talked about Lamar Jackson, he talked about CJ Strout, you know, he talked about, you know, some of these quarterbacks and that's in college. So it's just good to see a great player, you know, reach out to the young youth and spread his knowledge and stuff like that. And um, Shador Sanders. So it's always good to see that. But, you know, football is football. And, you know, Bill Belichick will definitely be a hot commodity. It was said from reading the article that Atlanta might be a destination for him. Atlanta do have some good defenses over there. but all But he could just be the coach. He don't have to be the GM. He could just be the coach if he goes there. And that division is, you know, kind of weak. So it'd definitely be a great spot to be in. So we'll see. Um, I got to also say one thing, too. There's a lot going on in the NFL there's a lot of storylines, matchups. You know, is it possible that the Ravens will see Joe Flacco? Or is it possible the Ravens will see the Texans? Who knows? It just, I like what I see from the playoffs right now. I like the fact that Matthew Stafford will face off against Detroit Lions in the past and versus the present. I like the fact that we're going to see Mike McCarthy go back to the team that got rid of him. Because all they thought was he was uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, helper. 
So it's always good to see, you know, these new things that's being moved around. I like to see that. I'm still I'm still seeing different things, but you know, I say that for a different conversation. Now I want to jump into boxing. First, I want to uh, give out respect to Coach Calvin. Hopefully, he get home soon. You know, he's one hell of a coach. He's always boxing coach of the year in my eyes. You know, him by him coaching the fighters. Shout out to Smash. You know, from bringing home the gold, man. Like I said, lunch on me, bro. Um, but now I thought I was gonna get the fight between Ryan Garcia and Diamond Haney, and I saw the video where. Ryan Garcia was like, yeah, there's no more Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney. He said Haney thought he was the A-side because he got all the accolades. But he said, I got all the fandom and money. He's like, you've never sold out a fight, this and that. So how would you be the A-side? All the A-side, B-side stuff is confusing to me when it comes to boxing. I just want to see them fight. I just want to see them fight. Because it's, it's it's showing me that these guys don't want to fight. Everybody keep talking about Floyd ruined the game. Yes and no. Floyd had a little bit more wiggle room. These guys don't. These guys are literally ducking each other, like, ducking each other. It's like four to five fighters in the division that need to fight. I need to see a Teofima and somebody fight. I need to see an Anthony Joshua. I would have said an Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder fight, but I don't want to see that no more. I want to see. No, I'm not going to say I want to see. This needs to happen, and here's why. Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua needed to fight before another Deontay Wilder fight. Now, I don't want to see neither one of those fights, a Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua or Anthony Joshua versus uh, Tyson Ferry because both of those fighters have disappointed me. Now, we're getting a fight between Anthony Joshua and uh, Francis Ngannou. Now, I think uh, Anthony Joshua is a more skilled fighter than uh, Tyson Fury. Now we're going to see how good uh, Francis Ngannou is. Now, if Francis Ngannou knock down or knock out Anthony Joshua, he's the real deal. we already seen him knock down Tyson Fury and lose the fight, which is crazy to me. But, man, man, it's, get, it's getting real. People got to take Francis Ngannou seriously. He got the punching power. He got the work ethic. And he's just now learning boxing skills. Yeah. Yeah. Once he get the basics down, he's going to be a problem. And this is without a year's worth of training. So let that sink in. He didn't have a year's worth of training, and he knocked down the heavyweight champion of the world. Knocked him down. Like, he outperformed him. And now he's about to go against a top-ranking heavyweight. Yeah, it's about to be a problem. And I like this because he's the underdog. Nobody thought he was going to do what he did, and he did. 
But, you know, it is what it is. I want to see a tight... Now, I'm lean, I like to see that at Ryan Garcia and Roley Romero fight because now it's time to for Ryan to pull away and be taken seriously because I don't think people really take him seriously. You know, people respect him, but I don't think they take him seriously. And I think with this fight, it's going to make people buy into him a little bit more. And I think it'll get him a, enough cachet to say, you know what? I'm going to try that, that uh, what's his name? Devin Haney fight again. And I think Devin Haney doesn't want to fight him. I don't think he wants to fight Tank. I don't think he wants to fight a lot of people. He keep calling out these people, and I don't see nobody fighting. But, you know, the game is the game. Um, Like I said, Tank is back. She's looking like he's in the gym right now, just working out. Hopefully, you know, Coach Calvin come home. And, you know, you know they got a lot to prove because I know once the first thing Coach Calvin gets home and they start preparing for a fight, when they do the little press conferences, podium, post-game fight, I know it's going to be the first thing they bring up. Like, yeah, man, I heard you was in the lockup, bro. No, they be taking dirty jabs at people in boxing, but everybody knows everybody's scared of Tank. Tank is the man. Tank is the face of boxing. And I say he's the face of boxing because everybody got to come see him. Everybody got to come see the big honcho. Like, everybody talk. It's like it's like we watching basketball in boxing. Everybody's doing all this talking. I don't see no action. I don't see no action. And that's why a lot of fighters... I mean, a lot of people, a lot of fighters, a lot of fans have moved on from traditional boxing. Now it's we got to watch this foolfulness of boxing. We got to watch this foolfulness. And I say foolfulness because it's just, it's sad. Because there's a lot of OGs that grew up on boxing that has like transitioned over to watching other things like UFC. You're more likely to get the fights in USC. The only reason why a lot of people aren't in tune with USC is because they don't make no money. They don't make the money that they put their life on the line for. And they're more likely to get caught with doing, uh, you know, performance enhancement drugs more than in boxing. So, yeah. It just be like that sometimes. Hopefully, like I said, in 2024... We can get better fights. The fight that needs to happen is Devin Haney and Tank. Point blank period. Ryan Garcia needs to fight. He needs to have a big fight. He needs to fight Willie Romero. Shakur Stevenson. I don't know who he needs to fight. Maybe he needs to pick between maybe he needs to pick the winner out of Tank and uh Devin Haney to see if he's gonna fight now. That's just my opinion. I don't know in the heavyweight division who needs to fight because it's it's a joke now. But that's my opinion on boxing. You know what's crazy? I watched a video on social media where it talked about how kids play six to seven games on Saturday and practice like once a week. 
That's crazy. When I was playing basketball, the max games we probably played on a Saturday was probably like three. But we practiced all week. And by them saying that they practice one time a day, they're not playing basketball. They just hooping. Like nowadays, there are no more basketball players. No more. They're just hoopers. And you can tell the difference between a hooper and a basketball player. A basketball player has a high IQ. A hooper doesn't. A hooper just go out there and score and try to look good for everybody that's watching them. A basketball player knows if his shot ain't falling, he going to the bucket. If he's, if a guy got a hot hand, the basketball player going to feed him. The hooper going to take shots too. He be like, yeah, he be like, yeah I want to take shots too. No. If you watch the blacktop and you watch AAU, it's the same thing. And I always ask, who is teaching these kids? And I hate to say it, but I'm going to call a spade a spade. Dumb coaches are teaching kids, and the dumbness is rubbing off on them. The selfishness is running off, uh, rubbing off on them. The glory-driven driven is rubbing off on the players. That's why I can go to an AAU game and be like, yeah, if I was to coach against the opposite team, we would destroy them. <clears throat> the same thing can be applied to football. I mean, I mean, Pop Warner. We got coaches out here doing Madden plays, and they don't even know the simple player, eye formation, shotgun. These are simple formations. Put your quarterback in shotgun. Like, single. Like, basically have one quarterback under center, behind. I mean, a running back behind him. Tight end on the uh, right side. The receiver on the left and the receiver on the right. And it's sad because kids are not learning the fundamentals of the game and these coaches aren't teaching them. That's why you see a lot of kids get hurt. They don't teach them the proper ways of tackling. And it's crazy how a lot of people are saying, oh, I don't want to put my kid in football. You get hurt in every sport at some point in time. And then we out here giving out participation trophies to tell our kids that it's okay to lose. And then not explain to them, like, yo, you got to get better. You got to train. Like NBA legends say, these kids nowadays are more talented than they were and the people before them. But they don't play basketball. Basketball is a team sport. Iso ball does not work. Those days of just one guy, you know, handling the ball, dribble, 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 cross that guy up, cross that guy up, and lead the ball up, are over. And there's only one guy. That's Allen Iverson. Now, Kyrie Irving can do that, but that doesn't lead to winning. That's why when you see him and Luka play, like the other night, they dropped up like 30 and 30. It was down there. They dropped 70 points. But Kyrie had, I think Kyrie had like eight assists and Luka had like five and ten. Ten rebounds. They complement each other. Because the team they got are scores. And they play decent enough defense. Like Kyrie is doing his job on the team. Like Kyrie is a hooper, but he could, ba- he could play basketball. 
with the best of them. But it just seems as though, like, when I watch the NBA, all I see is hooping. All I see is one player standing around. All I see is people standing around dribbling the basketball, but nobody is really playing basketball. And that's why I keep saying these international players are better than the American NBA players. They just are. Who's the best center in the NBA? He's not American. He's not. Some of the top top 10 players is more international players in the top 10 than there is American players. Joel Embiid's up there. Giannis up there. Jokic is up there. Luka's up there. That's four right there. That's four. This season. It might be five. Shy Gil Alexander's up there. That's five. He's from Canada. That counts as international. And that's just like, that's five players up there. It might be more, but I can't think off the top of my head right now. But it's just like, damn, they cooking right now. Like, what? Giannis got an MVP. That's one. Jokic got two MVPs. That's three. Joel Embiid got one. That's four. Like, they just more talented than the rest of the players. And I hate to say it, but they are. We have no good American sentence. Now, people want to talk about, well, we got um, Cat. Cat shows up when he wants to. Andy Davis is playing good the other night. He dropped 41 points on the Raptors. That's cool. Like, people people hit me on, like, yo, Jimmy, yo, you see your AD doing his thing. Okay. Why can't he be consistent? All I ask is for consistency. Because I've seen other great players do it. If you want to put yourself in that great conversation, then you will get critiqued as a great player. There's no holding hands. There's no, oh, I feel sorry for you and this and that. No. Right now, it's probably the best season since of AD's career from being more, a little bit more consistent and available since maybe 20, 2020, since he won the championship. Like I said, man, the coaching sucks for the NBA because... And I gotta give, I gotta put Steve Kerr feet to the fire. It's like Steve Kerr, understand you can only operate with guards and stuff, but you got Jonathan Kaminga, you got um, Moses Moody, you got players on your team. That's how I'm saying Rudy Gobert would have been a perfect fit over there because all you gotta do is rebound. You can't, you don't got to, rebound. That's it, rebound and putbacks. Rudy Gobert would have been a perfect fit. That gave Kevon Looney a break where him and Rudy Gobert can share rotation. And it would have been extra defense on the bench, extra boost on the bench. Like, because right now, I think they need to trade. I probably would trade Moses Moody. But then again, I wouldn't trade Jonathan Kaminga because Jonathan Kaminga is nice. 
He's just not getting his minutes. Like, you got Draymond, Clay. Uh, yeah, Draymond, Clay, Steph. Like, this is the lineup I would have had if I was the coach. I don't want to have a guy really go bad. So it would have been Steph, Clay, Draymond, Draymond, uh, Kaminga, and Rudy Gobert. Then off the bench would have been CP3, uh, Kevon Looney, and uh, the Warriors be getting too many small players. Like, they got small players, and I don't like that. Like, they need a couple bigs. Like, they need at least to keep two seven-foot bigs on their team. Stop getting these undersized centers. Because then they're just going to pound you in the paint. Even though the Warriors can handle themselves, it's just been too many times where they lost games because they got out-rebound. Like, right now, it's starting to look like, you know, the Warriors won the championship, what? Like, 2022? Yeah. It's starting to look like 2021 and 2020. Where it's just Steph just going off and everybody else just following along. Steph needs help. Steph's going to be ran into the ground. Draymond's already talking about retiring. Clay declined uh, some money. Some extension money. And, and it looks like the Warriors are coming to an end. But it's hard. It's hard. And this is what I alluded to before when I was talking about Tom Brady. It's hard playing all the way to February and have a few months of rest. Basically two to maybe three months of rest. It's it's even harder in basketball. You play all those games. And you're done by June. Just to rehash the Olympics. Which comes out this year. Team USA. Got to do that. Then after that, the season, by the time you finish that, the season is about to begin. You got a month until wait for the season to begin. Your body don't get no rest. That's why it's hard to be the champion. It takes hard work and dedication. It takes sacrifice. It takes putting your body on the line. But, you know, that's the game we sign up for. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson, Jr., Amen.